Welcome to the Communication Mastery Podcast with me, Mark Berlinson. We're on a journey together to improve our communication mastery in all kinds of settings, at work, at home, uh, in the community, and we're learning the art and the science of communication so that we can tackle difficulties and grow our mastery together. So I'm your communication coach, and I'm really excited to share this episode with you. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Communication Mastery Podcast. This is episode 12, and today we're going to talk about defining myself. Because one of the things I love about coaching people is the definition that uh, the life language profile and then our coaching experience gives them. Uh, They discover themselves in a whole fresh new way. I remember one particular guy I worked with, I think I've mentioned him before, but we went over uh, about a year of coaching, um, not many times a month or anything, but maybe we'd met six times in a year, something like that. And at the end of that year, he retook his profile as part of uh, working with the whole of his team. He's the leader of the team, and uh, now I'm going to be doing a workshop with his whole staff. And so I had him take his profile again, just so we had... uh, accurate results to use for everyone based on now rather than previously. And his results came out so differently. And I'm like, well, what happened here? You know, you you seem to be very different in this new profile than you were in the original one. And he just said, well, out of our coaching, it's given me permission to be myself. I feel like I've defined myself more clearly by understanding myself more accurately. And so I love to see that happen with people to draw out the the good that's in them, to draw out the value that they bring to any team or any setting, whilst at the same time showing them where areas that they might be aware of, of of weakness or um, of uh, insecurity, what we can do about that and how we can address that. So let's talk about defining myself. Uh, I'm going to talk about it in a work context, but the same principles would apply Um, in any other setting as well, maybe civic group or maybe in your church setting or or maybe just in your friend group. Um, But when you define yourself um, more accurately for yourself, then it has a significant impact both on your your teamwork but also on your productivity. Because you know how to focus on the things that you're best at, because you can get um, more of a grip on the areas that you're good uh, in terms of the, the goals that you're, you're seeking uh, or in terms of the work that you're doing, then you'll find that there's a, a bigger um, payoff because of that clear understanding of who you are. Not only your strengths, but also your weaknesses. What are your values, but also what are your goals? And it's a solid foundation. Um, obviously, for your professional life, that's vital. But also in your personal life, it can make a huge difference. I've seen clients who maybe were at the mercy of the folks around them and they just always would tag along and do what everybody else said. And sometimes when they've gone through some communication coaching to be able to express themselves more clearly or more fully, then it becomes clear, I want to do this or I'm good at doing that. This is where my value comes out the most clearly. And actually, it's not very helpful if I tag along with you and do something that's of little interest or of little value to you or to me. And so I've seen this. I guess that's the area of productivity if we think about it in work settings. Um, If I have self-awareness, then my productivity will increase in in the office or in the work team because when I know my strengths, it allows me to leverage them effectively 
Um, and so I can give myself to tasks that align with my skills and also recognize where a task doesn't align with my skills and either uh, grow that skill uh, so that I'd be better at it or maybe look for somebody else who has a better skill in that area than I do so that we can work together as a team. So self-awareness really does make a big difference. And I've alluded to this in what I just said, but the alignment with goals is also very helpful. Um, If I know my passions, my strengths, what matters most to me, what I'm wired most to be effective in, that helps me to stay focused, it helps me to stay motivated. Uh, And so as the team works toward a goal, a meaningful outcome, if you like, my productivity toward that goal is refined and laser-focused because of the strengths that I've identified, because of the ways that I understand myself. Productivity also rests a little bit on time management, doesn't it? I know most of us waste loads of time <laughs> at different points, either wondering what to do uh, or, or distracting ourselves from something we don't want to do. Uh, and social media has really helped us to grow in uh, procrastination uh, and time-wasting and uh, losing focus. Um, sorry, that sounds like I'm down on social media, doesn't it? But it's just a, a, a facet of today's society that there are so many distractions in our lives that we can so easily get pulled away from what we really want to focus on. Um, but if I understand my priorities and I also understand the way I prefer to work, and all of that can come out of my communication styles Um, then that enables me to manage my time much more effectively, uh, to optimize my workflow, uh, to make sure that I'm giving time to the things that are going to be most productive. That whole Pareto principle where I spend my time on the things that are going to bring the most benefit and then uh, divide that time into sections so that I'm not uh, wasting time by giving too much to any one thing. Uh, That principle really makes a difference in terms of productivity, especially in the workplace. But there's also a factor in terms of defining myself where teamwork can really benefit. And when I'm talking about teamwork, I'm talking about the way I fit in with my friend group uh, or the way that I uh, operate within my family or in the way that I'm uh, valuable in social settings or civic settings, not just the workplace. When there's a shared language around teamwork, then um, that really helps me to relate to one another, helps me to relate to the others in the team, whatever that team may be. And so that whole principle of understanding yourself through the Life Languages profile helps you to be able to communicate not just your expectations, but also your preferences and any concerns that you may have with the team's direction or the goals or the methods that we're using. Each language has something valuable to offer in a teamwork setting. We've talked about that in previous episodes. But here in this case of defining myself, if I'm clear on what I have to offer, then I'm going to stand a much greater chance of being able to fulfill a specific and valuable role in any team or group setting. That shared terminology, when we can use... Uh, the life language's body of knowledge, if you like, to be able to help one another and to connect with one another. It fosters much more um, honest understanding. It fosters transparent communication. And it certainly increases collaboration because now we've got shared language 
that bridges the gaps between us and enables us to work as a cohesive team. Along with that, uh, we can value each other's strengths. That's one of the things we touched on in the last episode about adapting to other people. Valuing someone's strengths really helps you to adapt to their preferred styles. But teams are really best when they're composed of individuals with diverse skills. Uh, I I forget which episode it was, but we had one episode where I said something like, if your team are all the same, you don't have a team. It's, It's a weak team because you need diversity on a team in order to benefit from each person's perspective. And that strength that comes through difference really brings life to the team. So knowing your strengths, defining yourself as what do I offer and what do I bring and how am I wired and what do I need from others, all of that helps me to contribute more effectively. Uh, And it also appreciates the contributions of others because now I see that you may be doing something that I couldn't do or you're doing something better than I could do it. Or I can see that I can do something that helps you to uh, counteract uh, an area of deficiency or a weakness in your skill set, and I have something to offer. Both ways we benefit from recognizing each other's strengths and making room for them. So that area of teamwork valuing each other's strengths really grows that uh, sense of, of collaboration. Um, And it has to begin with defining myself. If I don't know what I have to offer, there's no way I can connect with you and cooperate with you for the team's goals. Any good team will also have conflict. And uh, in in the whole area of teamwork, this is an area that I really love to dig into with teams to resolve conflicts or to diminish conflicts and, and understanding what it is that sets those conflicts off. Uh, What's the spark that starts the fire? So that any fire doesn't destroy the work we're doing together, but it simply brings life to it. You know, a fire can either be a very beneficial thing. If it's in the fireplace in your living room, it's a great thing. Or if it's in a fire pit at the campground, it's a great thing. We gather round and the fire gives life to our gathering. But on the other hand, if the fire gets out of hand, then it can become more like a wildfire and it's something to be feared uh, or something to be, um, to be tackled as a, as a threat to the team. And so if I can understand my own triggers, my own distress flares, that's going to help me to, uh, to resolve conflicts more easily, especially if I've also done the work to learn and to internalize the distress flares and the triggers that are in the team around me. So what uh, distresses me may well be very different from what distresses somebody else in my work group or in my friend group. And so if I can understand that, I can navigate differences in the team much more proactively. Uh, I can do, uh, well, let's remember this. A distress flare is always an invitation to help. It's not an invitation to disconnect. And so when I recognize, hey, this is a distress flare and know where it's coming from, know what it is that's triggering it, Now I can exercise my own knowledge, my own understanding of communication styles in order to defuse that difference uh, and make it into a strength, uh, to take the the distress and turn it around so that nobody else um, loses out. Because everybody's wired differently. There's nobody else in this world that's wired the same way I am. There's nobody else in this world that's wired the same way you are. 
But if we can grow our self-awareness, if we can uh, grow in defining ourselves, including the distress flares, including the triggers, um, we can leverage the, the lessons we learned in the last episode, episode 11, about adapting to others. We can leverage those lessons in order to decrease the, uh, the impact of conflict. We don't want to remove conflict because the conflict brings things to the surface that we need to see. And it, it gives us a, a, a scenario or a forum where our differences can really benefit the team because you need differences of opinion in order to make sure you've covered all the bases and uh, made sure that the, the, there's nothing missed in our pursuit of the goal. So that's productivity and teamwork. There's a third way that defining myself can really make a difference in, uh, in any setting that I'm giving myself to or that I'm committed to. And that's in the area of motivation. <clears throat> because when my work aligns with my values, then I'm much more likely to be engaged. I'm much more likely to be motivated uh, toward that work. I think all of us have had experience at some point in our lives of doing a job we really would much rather have not done or being given a task that really didn't sit well with us in terms of our gifting or our, uh, our passions and our, our, uh, our, our discernment. <laughs> um, so it can really significantly impact your productivity, your overall job, dis uh, your job satisfaction. That was a Freudian slip. Your job dissatisfaction can really be increased if your, if your work doesn't align with your motivations. But if you don't know what your motivations are, if you haven't defined what it is you're aiming for with your life and with your career, it's very hard to overcome that. It's hard to, uh, it's hard to focus if you don't have a clear sense of self and you don't have a clear definition of, uh, of uh, satisfaction and of, uh, of calling, if you want to call it that. So in summary, uh, when I define myself... It positively influences my productivity um, because it aligns my efforts with my strengths and my goals. But it also really enhances teamwork because it improves my communication skills, um, especially if those on the team with me have done the same exercise, have embraced the same journey. It enhances collaboration and it facilitates conflict resolution without the conflict getting out of hand. So my self-definition is the starting point. Um, the, the key, really, to communication is that I understand me and I understand you and I understand how to bridge the gaps between us in order to connect. And remember, all of this is an ongoing process. You're never finished with learning communication and growing in your communication mastery. Uh, as you grow, as you evolve, so too can your definition of yourself. So don't be stuck and trapped in what you defined yourself as a year ago or five years ago, um, especially obviously as we're recording this, we're about a year beyond the global pandemic. Uh, many of us found changes in the way we're wired through the isolation and separation that that pandemic caused for a season. Uh, and it brought things to the surface that wouldn't have come to the surface otherwise. And that's a good thing if you recognize that seeing these things is the beginning of being able to both embrace them and change them if necessary. So this is an ongoing process. And if it feels complex, I recognize that what I've shared with you today may feel a little complex if you're not familiar with all of it. 
If it feels complex to you, don't be ashamed to ask for help. Don't be ashamed to dig into understanding yourself more deeply, understanding yourself more fully. Not only will those around you benefit, but you'll benefit as well because your motivation and your teamwork and your productivity will all grow as a result. So that's it for this week. Uh, Grow your productivity, grow your motivation, uh, grow your teamwork by defining yourself more clearly and more fully. And if I can help in any way, I'd be honored to do that. So thank you for joining me for this episode of the Communication Mastery Podcast. If this has been helpful to you, please leave a rating and a review because that helps me to get the word out. You can also share it with your friends and encourage them to subscribe. I'd love to hear your feedback. Give me your suggestions for future episodes. You can connect with me through my website at www.markburlinson.com. I'm your communication coach and I'm looking forward to hearing from you. See you next time.